We are in this series called What's Love. All right, and uh, that's right. Go to the next one, Wes. Baby, don't hurt me. It's a sheep pun. Okay, so I'm gonna show that everybody just because it's fun. I don't know. Is that not amazing? You said so many of those things back and forth. You didn't have that one. That was fantastic. So we're in the make that go away now. That's gonna distract us all. Don't go baking my heart. So we're in this series. We're in. Wait, what was what was that? Don't go baking my heart. I couldn't if I tried. Those are fantastic. Tonight is the only night in this series that we're actually going to talk about like romantic relationships. Okay, the rest of the week. The rest of the series, we started this series last week, and I'm just going to ignore that. Uh, y'all have heard my stories about, about that, so I'm uh, just going to move on from that. But tonight, we're going to take a little bit of a look into the future, okay? We're going to kind of look into the future tonight. Um, I want you guys to think of a thing, something that you want really bad, something that's expensive and you don't have it. Okay? Think of something, yes, what is it, Harley? A new truck. So describe your, your, your new truck to me. It's black. It's black. It's black. black on black. Black on black. Okay, so black rims and the black, okay. Black tires. Black tires. As opposed to one of the tires. Anyways, move on, move on. Uh, keep, keep describing. It's got six wheels. It's a dually. Okay, it's a dually. Diesel power. Diesel. By Cummins. Cummins. Diesel by Cummins. Valve, six speed. 24 valve, six speed, I like it. With two stacks out the back. With two stacks out the back. All right. Okay. So that's okay. What you got? Tell me. New video game. Okay. All right. So tell me about the video game. What video game? Disney Infinity. I don't know what that is. All right. What you got, Brett? A Ferrari. What color? Black. A black Ferrari. All right. Cool. So good. You guys know, now, assuming you get this car, you get your car, your truck, whatever, how long are you going to have that for, probably? How long does the average truck last, or vehicle last? Three years. So it'll last a long time. Coming, so it's going to last a long time. Long years, until you're ready. A long time until you're ready. Right? Okay, so, but, but even, if, even if you do get that, uh, you know, there is kind of a, a limit on how long those cars last. Right? I mean, most cars don't last forever. You really got to work hard to take care of them. And they don't, and even then, at some point, they break down kind of stuff. All right? Now, does anybody here want to eventually, not soon, but does anybody eventually want to get married? I'm on the soon side, but, you know, I said, I'm, I'm kind of hoping for sooner rather than later myself. Eventually. I'm not talking about soon. So, you don't want to get married? Okay, there's going to be a cat lady. And, uh... And uh, you don't want to get married, Shaylee. You're hanging. No, you don't want to get. You don't get married, yes, man. You can be a lawyer. You can be a married lawyer. What does that have to do with? All right, good. I'm glad to know we got so many students who are going to be lawyers. Not that I've ever needed one. I was going to say that means we can. You know, it's good to know that that's there. It's good to know that that's that's an option. All right, so listen. We talked about the kind of car you want. Cars have kind of a, a limit on how long they last, okay? But marriage should not, you know, right? We believe marriage is forever, okay? 
Uh, and so, so here's the thing. If you know what kind of car you want, especially Harley got all those details, shouldn't you kind of know what you're looking for in, in a husband or wife too? Like you should, you should know what you're looking for, right? You can't, you know, you got to have some kind of thing. Now, uh, I'm curious, and I'm not talking physical, so don't tell me blonde hair, blue eyes. Tell me about the qualities you want in a spouse. Not physical. Not a liar. Not a liar. It's a good start. <laughs> Karen. A good cook. Amen. Preach it. Smart. Smart. Amen. Anybody else got anything to add to that? Funny. Okay. She's going to have to be to do with you, Brett. You've got your hand up. Oh, yes. Oh, I thought you were. I'm going to ignore that too. This laundry? <laughs> she said support themselves. I still understand sarcasm, I agree, yes. Intelligent. Taller than you. Don't worry, that'll change. Yeah, yeah, give it a year, you'll be the shortest person in the grade, yes. Smart. Smart. Not physical. Handsome is physical. Moving on, moving on. That's physical too, okay. Wow. All right, I'm kind of disappointed. Nobody said loves Jesus. Let's put that first on the list, y'all. Uh, throw that out there. That needs to be high on the list. I hope you know. Do not be unequally yoked and all that stuff. Okay. Huh? Yes. Find someone. Yes. That's me. What? What? That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. None of y'all said that. I agree. I can't believe none of y'all. Musically talented. Okay. Oh, just piano. You don't want to Actually, that's a good thing. You just want to play the stuff you can't play, is that what it is, basically? <laughs> I was about to say, that's a good thing for a music, for a music pastor. You can write, you get the family band thing going. You know, my dad's a worship leader and has never learned an instrument because he's married a piano player. That's he's not true. Piano. And so he can't play any instruments. He's now going to play a little bit of piano. He has no guitar. It's funny. Um, all right, so here's the thing. You kind of know what you're looking for, which is awesome. Many of you guys picked people like you. Okay? <laughs> no, not at all. No, not the, that's why I said not physical. That's why I'm ignoring the physical stuff. Not the bikini model. Because I don't want to see you. Yes, it is. That's, yes, it is. You are, that's true, Harley. You are a tall blonde. Uh, but, but check it out. You wanted people who were trustworthy. You wanted people who were caring. You wanted people who love Jesus. Right? You want people who have someone. See, have you guys ever heard that opposites attract? Have you ever heard that? Opposite track. Yeah, I, I disagree. Um, you know, and you know, sometimes I do a track because sometimes it's like you see somebody who's different than you, like, oh, that's cool. I want to learn about that. You know, I want to, I want to see what that's about. Like for me, you know, uh, like what am I not? Quiet. Athletic. Okay, so somebody who's quiet. Athletic. It's very interesting. It's kind of interesting to me because it's so not me. Yes. I'm not black. <laughs> that's true. Uh, again, I was not thinking physical. More about personality traits. Um, so uh, the opposite of is athletic. That's true. You're right. Athletic. Athletic. I'm not very athletic. That's true. Um, I can say that because I'm not either. But what was? I can say that because I'm not either. I know. I'm just shutting that down. I ignore it kind of. But here's the thing. They say opposites attract, but that's really not true. And opposites may attract, but relationships that last are people who are similar are they're like-minded. Okay. 
Uh, I looked up some research. 85% of people claim that they want somebody different from them. They want somebody with the opposite traits of them. Um, and like we said, it is normal for us to kind of to want to find new things and experience new things, and that's okay. Um, but when we look for a spouse, most people tend to marry people very similar to them, in their personalities, in their traits. Um, some of y'all, if you look at your parents, you'll find that. My parents are like that. They're, they're pretty similar in a lot of ways. Uh, my dad makes found a girl who like legit likes football. My mom likes to watch football. Um, and my dad loves football, and you know. So they know a lot of things. They're both musical, you know, etc., etc. Um, and so when we look for a spouse, we tend to gravitate towards people who are very similar to us. Okay, because most of you guys, a lot of your friends are like you, right? A lot of your friends, whatever your whatever your hobbies are, a lot of your friends are into that. If you're on the sports team. You hang out with the people on your team sometimes. Or if you're, you know, for me, it was bad kids. I hung out with the bad kids. Uh, here's the surprise. All my friends were either bad kids or church kids, right? I know you guys are super shocked by that. Uh, I know. Believe it or not, I did not hang out with the athletes. I did not hang out with the nerdy, uh, you know, the nerds very much. Although I'm a little nerd. Um, I'm a little bit nerd. But you know what I mean. So... So here's the thing. Uh, we tend to hang out with people who are like us. You know, a couple weeks ago when uh, the interns and Russell and all of them were here, um, when we were working, getting ready for Champion Sunday, that Saturday, we were in there, and I don't remember where Russell was, but me and uh, me and Philip were talking about worship leading stuff. And for like half hour, we just kind of chatted about new songs that we had heard, and we're giving each other suggestions, and we're talking about what keys we like to lead in, and, and all this kind of stuff. I spent, the other night, I spent an hour on the phone with Micah, and a pretty good chunk of that was talking about worship leading. Talking about, again, the keys and the new songs that we're doing, a lot of the same kind of stuff. Talking about who we have in our, in our worship teams and all this kind of stuff. So, uh, so what we have here, you know, we want to be with people like us, okay? And so what does that look like? We need to kind of have an idea uh, what that looks like. And the Bible gives us a pretty good example for, for what love looks like and who we should be looking for. Okay, 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We're going to be in this for most of this series. We're going to start in verse 4 and go through verse 7. 1 Corinthians 13 is called the love chapter, if you didn't know that. And I'm going to read verses 4 through 7 real quick. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. How many want somebody like that? I hope all your hands are up. Who's patient, kind, somebody who's not jealous, somebody who's not proud. How many of you guys like hanging out with somebody who brags a lot? Nobody likes that guy, right? Or that girl. Okay? You're that guy. <laughs> It does not dishonor others. It's not selfish. How many of you like hanging out with people who get ticked off easy? You like <laughs> hanging out with people who get angry all the time? That's weird. Right? Okay, so it seems like you're that person. Uh, so, okay, so, so we don't like to hang out with those people, right? We, we want to hang out with somebody who protects, who's trustworthy, who has a good outlook on life, who hopes, who perseveres, who doesn't give up on things. We want to be with those kind of people. And so if if people are attracted to people similar to themselves, we want to be like that. How does that mean we need to be? 
Like that. Right? We need to, if you want to end up with a, with a guy or girl who's patient, you got to show patience because people are going to be attracted to similar. Okay? If you want somebody who's kind, you got to be kind. If you want someone who knows how to cook, maybe you should learn to cook. That's preaching to myself. Uh, but, um, yeah, I cook more than was, so um, I've got that going for me, which is nice. Why some yeah, I, I make we, the same queso. We make the same thing. It's, I, I promise you. Because it's a can of Tostitos and a can of whole milk. And it's the exact same. No, that's true. I get the chili with beans. That's, that's true. true. I do that's the only beans. difference in our, in our case. That's, that's right. That's true. He does make that cake. He makes that's that right. Cake, which is super That's the only thing. You can make dessert. What's going to come back to you? So, hey, anyways. That's partially true. No matter, <laughs> no matter what you are looking for, you have to be that. If you want somebody who has a strong walk with God, you should have a strong walk with God. Okay? Um, now, y'all are thinking, Tony, you're 27 and single. Why are you giving us advice on how to find a spouse? <laughs> Fair point. But here's the thing. I know me, and I'm not there yet. Okay? I'm not ready for a girl who's that awesome. I'll screw her up, right? Like, I'm not that awesome. So that's why I think that I haven't, haven't found the right girl yet, because I'm still working on becoming that person that I want her to be like. You know what I mean? I'm still working on being more patient. I'm still working on, on all those kind of things. We're at that conference a couple weeks ago, and uh, this guy named Chris Hodges was, was preaching, and he he was he was preaching. The sermon was called "Pray First," which seems obvious. It was a great sermon, but that's not what I'm going to talk about. So, when he was talking about this, he said, he said, when I get up in the morning, he said, most the first thing I see most mornings is a light coming from under the closet door. Okay, it's not creepy. Because he knows that's his wife's prayer spot. She, you know, you've heard about her preachers talk about having a prayer closet. Hers is literally the closet. She goes in, she sits down, and she and on the floor of the closet, and she reads and prays. Okay? And he said, he was like, it's so cool, because I know every morning the first thing I see is my wife praying. And my first thought when he said that, I kind of missed a little chunk of this sermon, because my first thought was, dude, that's awesome. I want a chicken. Okay? You know, my thought was cool. That's great, man. I want a chick who her first priority in the morning is praying for people. That's awesome. You know, and but but here's the thing. Then I have to take a look at myself and be like, is that my first priority in the morning? Okay? I mean, I, I try to. I, you know, I get up. I used to grab my iPad. And, and then I do. That's true. Okay? But here's the thing. You know, when I grab my iPad, I have a bunch of choices. I check my email, because that little notification thing bothers me if I don't check my email. You know, the, you have two emails. I hate the little thing. Pastor Todd's phone has like a million little red dots, and it makes me crazy. I can't handle it. But here's the thing. So for me, so, but again, I have to make that decision. Is that little red dot the priority, or should I get in the word first, you know? Or is checking my Instagram, or my Facebook, or my Twitter, or whatever. So here's the thing, if I want a woman whose first priority is Jesus, I better make sure that my first priority is Jesus. So here's the thing. Alright, so I'm about to close up. We're just about done. I want you to think about this. I want you to close your eyes. I want you to think about your dream person. Okay, all of you gave, you know, a variety of different things. Again, I'm not so worried about the physical. But think about all the characteristics that you want that person to have. All the things that you do, the 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 personality that you want them to have, the, the character traits and the way they treat people. Think about all those things, how you want them to be. And then ask yourself this question. 
and by that person. Do I have those character traits? Do I treat people the way I want them to treat people? Do I have my priorities the way I want their priorities? Because here's the thing. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is gentle. Love does not boast. It is not proud. It is not jealous. It is not angry. Are we like that? And that's a hard question to ask. Okay, that's a hard question to ask. For me too. So the challenge tonight, as, as we leave and as we, as you know, Valentine's was last Friday, and, and, and as we think about the future and, and we think about the person we're going to spend most of our lives with, are you the kind of person right now who's going to attract that kind of person? And if not, then the challenge becomes, you got to start asking God to teach you those things. Say, God, I have anger issues. God, I need you to help me be less angry. I need you to teach me how to be less angry. God, I have patience issues. I need you to, to help me be more patient. And sometimes that means God's going to put you in a situation where you, where you can test that. You say, man, i got anger problems. Sometimes that means people are going to make you angry. You have to learn to control that. You have to rely on the Holy Spirit to help control that. Because we know that, you know, when it comes to anger, God's a God of forgiveness, right? God's not a God of anger. God's a God of of forgiveness. And so no matter what that trait may be, no matter what the thing is that, that you struggle with, I'm going to pray. I want you to begin to ask God to, to give you that. To give you those traits. Maybe you need to learn to go for it. But, you know, when it comes to the things that you want in a spouse eventually, I know it's a long way off, but that just means you've got a lot of time to get ready. That's good. Heavenly Father, I pray, God, that, God, that, Lord, you would make our desires like yours. God, that we would be drawn to people who are more like you. God, that we would be drawn to people who are patient and who are kind and who are gentle and who are understanding and who are not jealous and who do not get angered easily and who are not proud and boastful. God, people who persevere. Lord, I pray that you would draw us towards those people and you would put those people around us and in our lives. But God, more than that, I pray that you would make us those people. God, I pray that you would take whatever the issues are, whatever our biggest struggles are, you would shine a spotlight on those things so that we can know what those are, that those sinful, our sinful nature would not be hidden, Lord, but we know like, God, like cockroaches, sin fleas in the, in the light. And so God, I pray that you would shine a spotlight on our issues in our own lives. God, you would help us to know, search my heart, God. See if there be any wicked way in me, like the psalmist said. And God, that you would make us more like you so that we can be drawn to people who are more like you. So that they would be drawn to us as well, Heavenly Father. God, I pray for each of these guys. I pray that you would continue to make us and mold us into the image of you. That we would continue to more and more every day reflect the image of Jesus to the world, to those around us, to the classmates and the teammates and the and the friends and the work and the co-workers and to everybody else. Lord, that you would make us more like you so that we can share that with other people. God, we thank you, we love you, we know that you have good plans for us and it's 
And it's because of that that we are so grateful. Lord, it's in every prayer.